0: Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. Around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. Today we have with us Stephanie Saron. So welcome, Stephanie.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: Yes. Yeah, so Stephanie, you help women uncover the true, them true their true selves. And you help them facilitate healing and intergenerational trauma. So I'm excited to hear about this and learn some things from you. So tell me how you got here. How did you become a healer, a coach, somebody who can help other women to heal trauma?
1: Um, so I never really thought that I would ever be doing anything other than a normal nine-to-five job. I had such a small view of life and myself and what I was worth, and what I was capable of. Um, I always thought I needed a normal job and I strive to work my way up in normal society. I was in um, workers' compensation, um, admin, employment services just office type babes roles Um, and I was taking on a lot of pressure um, in those roles but I basically ended up getting to a point where I was completely under it. I didn't know myself, I was lost, I felt like I was drowning Um, and it was only through finding what I needed to heal and then living life for quite a period of time as the new healed version of me that actually saw value in themselves and saw that they had the ability to make different choices in their lives and they didn't have to follow the rules of society and the expectations um, that then I sort of realised, oh, wow, like maybe I could do this for other people. But that was a long journey of getting to that point for me because it was such a big thing. It feels like it was sort of probably a whole new book like not even a chapter just a whole new book where I was really at that point where I was like yeah this would be great to be able to help other women that was feeling like I was way back way back there
0: yeah did you feel so when you said you felt lost did was that how did you were you aware that you felt lost or was it more of just a feeling
1: yeah, so I was in a really dark place for probably about five years. I had always struggled with self-confidence and self-worth and I was just the biggest people pleaser you'd ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I grew up, like I just sort of, it felt like things just started piling on top of me. So um, we, I had lots of bullying, um, went through a flood, my parents split up. Um, I was in a domestic violence um, relationship for three years. Um, and it was also very emotionally abusive. Um, and then I was in really stressful roles and jobs, workplace bullying, and then chronic pain on top of all that. It was like this snowball. I, was, I just realized I was like, felt like I was drowning underneath it all. And I felt like I was just treading water, just getting enough air to just keep going. I, I just was like, I'm not okay. I feel so fragile. If if I went to the doctors or psychologists and I started talking about how I felt, I would just, I would just break down. Um, I just could uncontrollable crying. Um, and I realized like I was not okay. I would go and cry in my lunch breaks. Like that would be my lunch break at work. I would go down to the car, sit in my car, and cry, and then go back after work. <laughs>
0: Well, I am so happy that you found healing because you are a beautiful ray of sunshine and I'm excited to to learn about this intergenerational trauma that you help women overcome. We're going to start with pulling a card because this is a fun little part of this. So the card that you get is, okay. What was the last thing that happened that challenged your trust in someone? Oh. Hmm. that was an interesting card
1: that is an interesting card
0: and how is it related to intergenerational trauma
1: (laughs) that's a really good question actually I love that um so the so basically when I work with a woman I don't like fix her she I facilitate her heal herself and my current client actually comes into my mind so when we work together it's a partnership and I say to them at the start like this is something that we work as a team you bring 50% I bring 50% and we do this together and there was that point where she was like yes I'm all in this is everything I want I've got to do this I've got to change I can see where I'm at and I know that I have to do this she's been putting off this for 10 years Um, and then we started and she just was just like oh my gosh I don't think I can do this I don't think I have it in me and it was really interesting because a lot of the times in the past if that had happened I would have sort of been starting to doubt myself and then that would then have them feeling like that maybe this isn't something that they can do or it isn't the right thing for them and all of that sort of thing um and I just could see her on the other side I just knew that even though she was like, oh, my gosh, like this is such a big change and I don't know if I'm ready, I just could see that that in her. Like I could trust that she could actually do it. And so it's just like no matter what happens through this, I've got you. Like you can do you. You've got this for yourself. And, yeah, that was really cool to be able to, to trust in the woman that even if she is struggling and she doesn't know what she's doing or what she's in for that she can actually still get to where she wants to be
0: yeah and that's that kind of it's kind of trust in yourself trust in your your um your training and your knowledge and your gifts and your ability to hold space so you have that kind of trust then she can much more easily fall and be oh, safe. Absolutely. You know, because that's really what she's doing is she's having to be vulnerable and and to have somebody open out hold that kind of space for you is is a beautiful thing. So I yeah, Thank I love that this conversation got started with trust as the foundation.
1: Yeah, and good. it is so special. Like I never could trust myself. And I, I was the most indecisive person, always really putting so much into what other people thought, like asking people, getting advice um, and seeking help and validation on every single little decision. And then if it was up to me, even like picking an apple at the grocery store, I'd stand there for ages like, oh, which one's the best one? <laughs> So, it really does come down to trusting yourself. And then, once you can trust yourself, then you really do open up that space for others to trust you and then trust within themselves that they can achieve what they want as well.
0: Yeah. So, what is intergenerational trauma? You want to share that with us?
1: Yeah, I would love to. So, even though we go through a lot in our lives personally, in our own life, all the family members that we have, that we share the same DNA as, have also gone through their lives. And they've gone through things that were really positive, And they've also gone through things that were really testing and hard. And a lot of the time, what happens when we go through trauma, even if it's not what you would class as trauma, anything that really sp- sparks some sort of protective reaction on or, or so you know like an instinct, it's basically like an instinct. So like with animals, we don't they don't have any literature on how to survive, but as all of the different generations spring from the next ones, they learn to adapt to the world. And so we've got these instincts, and basically the intergenerational trauma is from whatever it, whatever anyone else before us has been through, actually starts to unravel inside of us. And so depending on what your family's been through, some people's families have not been through too much, and others have so many different types of things, you know, convicts or um, the Holocaust or. <laughs> Um, witch hunts like you know there could be so many different things that someone's family member has gone through and then we in today's today's time and space try to do things that feel similar or dangerous because of something's happened in the past and we start feeling really triggered but sometimes we don't even know why because it's actually not our trauma it's just Creating that pattern and that automatic response because of something that has seemed as a danger prior. So we feel like we're reliving it. As an example, if you walk went to a went on a bushwalk and you thought a snake bit you, your whole body would react in the way that it thinks it needs to in that moment. Um, and then you realize it's a stick and you're like, oh, um, we have those reactions happening constantly throughout the day when we relate to different people it could be around men what how people have been treated by men in the past it could be even things like public speaking because if you think about say a witch they were really hunted for just being really natural nurturers and healers and making different ales and different things that help their families and so, then, now in today's age, if we are trying to do something that we're bringing attention to ourselves, anyone that's gone through any sort of thing about in the past of it's not okay to be myself, or I shouldn't, I shouldn't say anything, I shouldn't bring attention to myself, I need to stay under the radar, I need to hide, I can't share my opinion, I can't shake the boat, I can't, whatever it might be, when we go to try and do those things, even if it's just public speaking or, you know, saying your opinion, it can feel so hard to do because those patterns are playing out. Um, But the amazing thing with intergenerational trauma, um, so we've got our genetics, which is like, say, our blue eyes and our knobby knees from grandma, um, we've also got her trauma, but the intergenerational part of epigenetics, the epigenetics, we can actually change how those things are playing out, which is really, really cool because it means that once you fix that, you can stop that pattern happening completely and just have your own reactions for your own life and know that you're responding in in a correct way that's really um really what you should be doing in that scenario it's got nothing else to do with anything else that's happened in the past it's just what is happening right here and right now
0: so how would somebody know that they need to do this kind of work the intergenerational
1: yeah so basically a really good way to just notice if it's something that would be playing out for you is To notice in situations where somebody else is responding in a different way to you. You know how sometimes you can be like, oh, my gosh, I feel like this is a big deal or I feel like I'm overreacting so much more than somebody else in this situation would or somebody else is going through the same thing and they're handling It's like it's not even an issue. And we're like, oh, my gosh, like this is really hard for me or this is really triggering or I'm really freaking angry and I don't know why. Those sorts of things. Always, what we call a chronic emotion. And another, I mean, a really good way to do it is if you think of a memory any in time that you felt a particular emotion, say anxious, and you think of a memory that at its most intense that you felt anxious in your life, you relive it. If you can feel anxious in your body at more than a four out of 10, and you can actually feel anxious just by thinking about it, That's what we call a chronic emotion and so those are way too high just for a memory. Like that's what we should be going through in the moment, in an actual event in our lives. That's what our emotions are for. They're for current situations to guide us. They're like our internal GPS system. We need to change something. We need to do something. Yes, this is good for me. No, this isn't but our chronic emotions get in the way. And when we've got too many of those, we can find that our current day-to-day is just almost just a whole sequence of just feeling triggered for different reasons and not even really understanding where our intuition is because we've also got our insecurities and stuff. And it's just like, what am I even listening to here?
0: And tell us a little bit about the epigenetics healing that you were talking about.
1: Yeah, so basically the creatrix process, which is what I do with women, completely resets our all of the past. So all of the triggers and traumas and intergenerational scarring, all of those things from playing out. So all those patterns stop. So you actually get to live life in the way that you're supposed to without any other triggers happening that are causing you to feel like you're overreacting or you're emotional in times that you really don't need to be so that you can think logically and you can feel capable and confident. There's no fears, doubts, insecurities there because they are cleared. Um, And so you get to really be who you were intended to be without all of that other stuff in the way. And then you get to be able to go and live life as that person really truly loving yourself, believing in yourself and not having anything else sort of getting in the way of you being able to truly be that person.
0: Yeah. So how do you work with, how do people work with you? Um, Like what do your courses look like? How does this process look?
1: Yeah. So this process is really quick. It's only designed for women uh, because women have been missed in personal development um women there's a female factor that people are just skimming across and women are deep women are so different to men and we need our own unique process that is designed for the way we're wired um so basically I only work with women and it's only women that are ready to make the change because like I said they they do the work, I just help facilitate them to get there. Um so it's a very quick and very advanced healing and it's only about a month and there's sort of one session each week after we identify everything that we'll be working on. We work every session every week for about three sessions, four sessions, depending. Um, basically I don't work session by session. I work for an outcome. So I'll identify everything the woman's dealing with and then I'll say okay. I'll fix all that and I won't stop until we're done but it's really quick anyway so normally it's just around a month and they're completely free and all of that stuff is completely irreversible so nothing that we we do will ever come back um, and that's the main difference is that it's fast because it speaks to the female unconscious in metaphor our unconscious loves metaphor and Once we start getting in that realm, it just sinks into those deep layers and just resets all of it. And then so it can't change. You just know it. Just like you know your name, you just know these things that you're learning because you get all that internal wisdom from yourself. And that's why it doesn't change because it's coming from the woman. It's not. It's not somebody else trying to tell them what they need to know. It's not coaching. It's not you do this. It's not action taking. It's just really and truly them healing whatever they've missed basically in their life um, to feel the way they do now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very simple. It doesn't go back into any of the traumas or stories that have happened to that particular woman it's, that, it's actually got nothing to do with them, how we heal it. So they don't actually have to tell all the deep, dark stuff, but they still get to heal all the deep,
0: dark stuff. Fascinating. So what do you have, how can somebody find you or find out more about what you do, or if they, this is resonating with them, work with you?
1: Yeah, Um, so I'll send you a link. I've actually got a free consultation that I'm offering to your listeners. Um, That's a blockage analysis consultation. So it's like an emotional health check. So I'll be able to identify everything that woman is personally dealing with and holding her back and what she can do to actually resolve that. And if if that is working with me and I believe that I can help her, um, I only tell women that I can help that 100%. No, I can because I offer an outcome guarantee. I won't take on any woman that I can't absolutely say, yes, I can absolutely help you, because that was something in my life that was really hard for me. I would go and give like my problems to someone that I trusted that had all the training, and then they would let me down. Um and that's really hard when you when you're trusting people to to, to help you. Um That losing hope, um, yeah. Um, So basically if anyone is wanting to know what's going on for them personally, um, just book a consultation and I'll be able to jump in and see what's going on and what's holding you back. Um, But, yeah, you can have a look on my link tree. I've got all my information there um, on Instagram, underscore the true you underscore um, but yeah there's lots of information on my link tree there's lots of podcasts lots of videos lots of before and afters of women that have gone through just talking about how they felt in life before how they felt after lots of information on the female factor and while the while females are so different and how we think and understanding how we think and how we process emotion and how our minds are different to men so it's really also just education like understanding ourselves so we can understand not only us but also our male counterparts as well
0: yeah understanding oneself is definitely important because it gives you a level of confidence and trust in yourself so and we all love assessments so to have a a free emotional assessment sounds like a lot of fun so I'll make sure and put that link in in the bottom in the description of this and we can get some get some people their assessments
1: yeah excellent it's always great to have that insight it's like oh my gosh yes that that makes so much sense
0: well what that what that for me back before i did all my healing and everything i had a woman just do this energy reading on me with this computer she like it showed you in color and everything and she Pinpointed everything so to the tiniest detail, and I was bawling my eyes out. And I've assessed that many times in my life. But what that was was somebody seeing me yes. and understanding me. I hadn't been seen or understood before. And so, what you know, giving somebody that that assessment, they're going to see, be, feel seen and heard and understood, and that is healing just all in its own self.
1: Yes. It really is. Like there is so many women that have not felt that what you've just described and every woman deserves to really feel seen and heard for for what she's dealing with, no matter if they go through whatever it is with you, but just that moment where there's you and her and you're seeing her and you're going, yep, this is what's going on for you and I completely understand it and this is why and this is why these things are playing out and everything you're feeling is valid that moment is so important because it's it's empowering it's it's validating our experience
0: yeah yeah well this was great thank you so much for you know giving us some education and some insight and some hope and some tools and things like that so it's a pleasure to have you on here
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll see you on the next one.